from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to it, Luke. Can I start this podcast with a joke again? Yes, you may. This is Josh is the king of dad jokes if no one has figured this out yet. I want everybody to comment in iTunes or send us a message on our Instagram at Stay Paid Podcast to see if you like, like the jokes. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? A little old lady. Little old lady who? After all these podcast episodes, I didn't know you could yodel. <laughs> I actually can yodel. You want to hear it? <laughs> no, I cannot yodel. I'm just kidding. Everyone got excited there for a moment in their cars right now going, oh, my gosh, Luke's going to yodel. I cannot yodel. I don't know why I feel like I have to start these off with a little bit of humor, but it works. Well, hey, man. We just had an amazing uh, episode where our producers, Ariel and Andrea, took over the podcast. So Luke and I were sitting behind the scenes. Luke was adjusting the camera angles, giving people headroom. You guys never thought I was so good at film, but when you're homeschooled, you you get a lot of good classes and one of my classes was what do you call it film yeah film film. no what cinematography cinematography that's i was gonna say filmography (laughs) 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 just add an ography to the end of something and try to make it sound sophisticated well today for this silver dollar episode we got to get through this quick because we promise these things to be 10 minutes so tips for a successful webinar Mm. we're going to talk about how to uh, run a webinar right now super relevant right now in this virtual world everybody's running webinars actually we chose this because you said you have watched a ton of terrible webinars well i have seen a ton of terrible webinars. very judgmental on you this was one of our this is something that people have been searching for in our own youtube so it's one of our highest uh viewed youtube videos right now so we wanted to bring it to you and kind of share our experience Mm -hmm. so whenever you did that video uh, a year or so ago, yep. we had only been doing webinars for a little bit, maybe a year or two into webinars. Yep. We've done probably, I don't know, is it crazy to say 30 or 40 webinars since then within the last I would say more. year and a half? Um, so we've been doing our sales webinars. We do Well, if you counted our webinars. sales webinars, we've done hundreds and hundreds of those. Yeah. But that's the same webinar. We have a bunch of people out on our sales floor that do it. But no, webinars are a great way to establish yourself as an expert on a topic, make new connections, build trust in your brand. But look, it's going to happen with a lot of, of – the reason why I say I've seen a lot of bad webinars is because I've seen a lot of people that just come on, I feel, unprepared and come on without – picking like a specific topic. Yeah. So nope. the first tip that we have is to make sure that you're picking a unique topic, something that's very specific that people yep. are going to want to know about. You know, it's interesting doing the podcast, and we mentioned this today after we filmed a, a guest interview, is the ones that are really, really good are the ones that almost like know their information. They can, what do you call it, a listicle? They can like make it mm-hmm. in like an easy bullet point memorization, but then they actually include stories with it. And that all comes down to you can't stay high level mm-hmm. with your topics. I mean, to say, like if I got on a webinar and just said it's about relationships, that doesn't really do anybody any good. Mm-hmm. So sales are about relationships. If I only stay there, and a lot of people stay very surface level and very principle-based instead of diving down into the nitty-gritty. I'll give you an example. We had a webinar uh, that we ran, I'm going to say about six to eight months ago, 
and it was about running it was about your Facebook ads, right? Yes. And I think it was general, like how to run ads on Facebook or something like that. And we we went over how to set up a business page and we went over here's the type of stuff that you should be posting, here's kind of how ads work. And when we had our attendance, we had I went back and checked the stats. We had about twenty percent of the people that registered for that um, actually showed up for the webinar and we had lower registration for when we did the next webinar just a month ago and we called it three ads that you need to be running yes. as a real estate agent. And it was in s incredibly specific. We had two to three times the registrations for it. And then 50% of our yep. registrants uh, actually showed up. We almost hit the attendee limit. Yep. So people want kind of exciting, people kind of scary. see how to do something. Yeah. They don't want to be told about what something is. They want to be told how to do it. Yeah. Which leads us into our second topic, you or our second point. You have to know your topic inside mm -hmm. and out. You have to be an expert. This principle applies outside of just webinars, but you have to have authority on your subject matter because authority on your subject matter gives you one of the most critical things when you're presenting. It gives you confidence. Mm -hmm. And people can feel your energy on a webinar. They can feel your energy. Just like all the principles that apply to phone sales, the inflection you use, the, the smiling through your webinar, all these things, one of the things that kills a webinar, in my opinion, is when that person who's presenting is not excited, they don't have confidence, and so you're literally getting information from somebody, but you're not getting inspired. And yeah. if you want people to ultimately take action on what you're delivering, you got to inspire them. Yeah, and one of the ways to do that is like, don't schedule a webinar and show up the day of the webinar and go live without having practiced the webinar. Yeah. We will do... For for our sales webinars, man, how many run-throughs have we done of our sales webinars? But if we do we've it, almost done it to a, a negative degree, like you don't don't over critique. <laughs> don't but if yeah. we do a, a webinar on a new topic, and we do a lot of webinars yeah. for our clients, so we have a new webinar pretty much every month at this point where we're doing it. And if it's a new topic, something we haven't talked on a, a before, and especially if we're both yep. on it, where we have to go back and forth, we will do at least three run-throughs mm -hmm. of that webinar. The first one is let's just make sure we've got the points all laid out that we want to cover. Yep. The second one is after we get the slides back from the designer, it's all right, let's make sure this thing flows correctly. Yep. And we're one point leads to the next naturally and people are getting a takeaway from each like you have to have a takeaway every three to five minutes yep. for people to keep them engaged. And then the last one is, all right, we have everything in place from a flow standpoint. Let's just run through it and make sure that there's yep. nothing else. The other value of being or the benefit of being an expert and only doing things on which you are an expert is you can then run Q&As, which lead us into our next point, now, which yeah, is you're how to engage your audience. Spot on. Like the, to keep engagement, one of the things that we learned, we didn't do it first off. Like we treated our webinars almost like presentations. Yeah, like a video on demand. Yeah, yeah, like right? you're literally watching me present yeah. versus more intimate mm -hmm. and I think the more intimate you can make your webinars the better so we'll start off our webinars now we've started asking more questions but uh, originally we would start off hey chat in where you're from and it's just a simple way and we would kind of guise it under the standpoint of find the Q&A box because we're going to have a Q&A session yeah. at the end of this yeah. go ahead and make sure it's working chat in where you're from but now have fun with it you know hey what are the Netflix you know shows you're binge watching or something that gets your audience a little bit engaged and get, makes it more human and then at that point what we move to is actually asking questions throughout the webinar so like Zoom or GoToMeeting those are the two ones that we've used yep. they'll give you the ability to do what is called like a poll 
yeah. in the webinar. It gets people engaged. You can literally show live results. So we'll it's ask a question. It's the same thing if you're doing a presentation in front of a live audience, getting yep. people to pull out their phones and do something mm -hmm. or getting people to raise their hand for some reason because you're engaging them. And if you get them to, to do an activity, you're increasing the amount of, I don't, it's, I don't know, it's, if it's dopamine or whatever. Yeah. I think when you give someone a good feeling, you're giving them dopamine. But whenever you're actually getting them to to do something, there's adrenaline being released, you automatically perk up, you start mm -hmm. listening a little bit well, more. Well, that actively. leads to the third thing we realized. So we started off um, asking people where they're from, then we added polls, then third is now we've started to take questions throughout the webinar. Mm -hmm. Instead of just the Q&A at the end, we've started to take questions throughout the webinar because it has helped build trust. Because again, if you've applied the second point, which is you're a subject matter expert, you have authority on what you're presenting on, answering people's specific questions throughout the webinar has actually helped draw people in and has helped increase our actually conversion rate at the end. Yeah, another great one is to use your video. So I think we learned this from Jeremiah DeMarais whenever we saw him do a yeah. webinar. He was incredibly engaging with video. He mm -hmm. would get on, we would always just have slides and a picture of you, but he would get on, look right into the camera, welcome everybody to the webinar, do some of these things that we were talking about. And so we've started doing that with our own too, mm -hmm. usually when it's the two of us and we'll have the cameras on and we'll be able to talk to the yep. audience. And that's just creating a human connection because if someone can see you, they're more likely to trust you, they're more likely well, to Well, he even took attention. it to an extra level. He brought someone, instead of just answering their question, one of the webinars we did with him, he brought someone live on. He That's just cool. found, he, hey, you have a question, raise your hand. They raised their hand on the raise their hand feature, and he brought them on so you could hear That's them great. speak. We Talk about that. instant trust. Yeah, I know. It just popped into my mind when you used his name. But, he, yeah. I mean, he's a stud when it comes to, to doing webinars and stuff like yeah. that. Well, so that brings us to our last and uh, fourth and final point, which is uh, planning out your communication. Mm -hmm. This is so critical because I think a lot of people, whenever they run a webinar, they'll send out the webinar invitation, they'll get people to sign up, and then they'll kind of let the webinar program do the work in terms of the reminders. Yes. But that's not going to be enough for mm -hmm. you. Well, walk people through because we have experimented with this of how we get registrants, like mm -hmm. when we actually send our emails. Yeah, a couple things there is we used to send out uh, invites for webinars a couple weeks in advance. And we learned very quickly that nobody really plans on attending a webinar uh, two weeks from now, yes. right? They're usually deciding to, and we would actually see this through our statistics. We would get maybe 10 to 20% of our total registrations happening before the final week, the actual yeah. week of the webinar. So we started sending out really just pretty much three to four days before the webinar begins. Hey, we're having a live webinar. Now we will announce them sooner, especially if it's ones for clients and it's sure. very educational. We did one with our GFK survey results, right? Where we wanted to let our clients know what their clients or what the readers sure. of American yep. Lifestyle were saying. So that's very educational, very purposeful. Purposeful. People might show up for that or register for that a little bit early. But if you're doing something where you're talking about a specific topic, we start sending emails out about three to four days before. And then we give it a couple day break. And then the day before the webinar, we send another two or three emails. And then the day of the webinar, yep. we are sending webinar invites up until the time of the webinar. Mm -hmm. And then even more important than that, we are sending, hey, we're going live in 15 minutes. Yep. Hey, we're going live now. We're sending uh, emails as soon as the webinar that starts. That was the biggest difference. And that's where most of the yep. people hop on. When that email goes out at the start of the webinar, you can just see the people start yep. pouring onto the webinar. It's very interesting because it's something in the human brain, right? You get that email, you look and go, hey, we're going live in five minutes. 
most people were looking at, yeah, I'm interested in this topic, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch How it. How many webinars have you, think about yourself, how many webinars have you signed up for with intentions of going, that you didn't they end up on your calendar, and you never see it, you never go. Yep. Right. And no, it happens all the time. Most and you're people planning register, on, oh, I'll get the recording. Yep, and they right. go for the recording, and they don't watch the recording. I yeah. mean, you can see the stats on the recordings. That, I mean, they watch them, but not, not really. Nothing not at like the rate lot. you would think. Which brings us to our follow-up, which is that follow-up communication. Make sure that you have that planned. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're hitting people pretty soon after the webinar. Mm -hmm. The recordings aren't always going to be available right after the webinar, so give them an item of value. Mm -hmm. Thank them for attending your webinar. Make sure that you're providing a free resource yep. as a takeaway from if that webinar. If you do sales and in get your that webinar, right away. call the people. When I call people after my sales webinars, they're blown away. The fact that the person who was presenting on the webinar is, is calling them, it like shocks them. And it, it's so you have that shock effect. And it can if help they're you, blown away, can help you convert. We convert so many you, on the that follow means up. nobody's calling. Yeah, that so may, be the one that calls. We really convert on the follow up where we just call them, and it's simple. Hey, once to reach out to you, thank you for being on the webinar. Want to make sure you got out of it what you were looking for. Yeah. You know, answer any questions you might have, and then I'm getting a ton of great feedback from X. Whatever you're offering, I'm getting a ton of incredible feedback. Wanted to see what you thought about it. Yeah. No. Did you happen to be able to stay on for the whole webinar? I know some people can only watch a little bit of it, and then you're into your pitch. That's a great, yeah. Well, and it's also using um, a lot of what we've learned over the years from follow-ups to our presentations and to our other, mm -hmm. uh, other office webinars. Yep. Um, all right, so I hope you guys took some solid takeaways from running webinars right now. It's such a great opportunity to build trust with your clients and deliver them value. We've been doing so many interviews lately on, on the podcast where we've, we're hearing this theme of, of serve, not sell, mm -hmm. help, not hype. You know, Jay Bear says help, not hype. We had Krista Mayshore come mm -hmm. on and say serve, not sell. So many people. We had Eric Feng this morning was even talking yeah, about he's He's an educator. That's what he leads with in terms of bringing value to his ideal clients, actually identifying your ideal clients and bringing them value. So look at that. Look at your ideal clients. Decide what they would want to know about and then take these tips and apply them for your next webinar and let us know how it goes. So thank you for listening to this Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. Make sure to check out the video and the show notes uh, at staypaidpodcast.com. If you're looking for ways to support the show, it's super simple. We don't want your money. Keep your money. You can have it. Well, Josh doesn't want your money. I will take all your money. My bank account anything. number is... I'm just all right, kidding. send Luke your money. <laughs> send me a review on iTunes. Head on over to iTunes. Do us a favor and rate us. Rate yes, the show, please. Stay Paid Podcast, and leave a comment. It really helps not only for us to make the show better, but it helps for iTunes' algorithm to get the show to be seen more. So if you love the show, you want other people to see it, make sure you do that. The other way is to share this with a friend. Uh, share it on your social media. Let someone else know about this today uh, because it really is word of mouth is absolutely the best way to help us grow. And if you want to get ho hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at ReminderMedia.com or you can check us out on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast, and we are Stay Paid Podcast on Facebook. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Akery, and the action item from this is I think all of you should plan out a webinar, and I think the way you can put, uh, pick a specific topic is what's the number one pain point that you're solving for your client? What's the number one question that they have that you can help influence? Like if you're a real estate agent right now, if the pain point for your client is understanding the market and understanding what's going on, what an incredible opportunity you you have right now with COVID-19 and everything that's shifted, what is this new market? And do a webinar where it's literally, it only has to be 15, 20 minutes long. People will attend and you can educate them 
on this subject of what this new market is in your community. And then at the end, you can very easily tie it into some appointment for you to, you know, give them a free CMA of their house. There's so many creative ways you can do this in so many different industries. So plan out a 20 minute webinar and see the success that you have. Apply these tips. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we've worked in is top producers take action. Take action on that today. Thank you.